The Realm Tree. Episode 17, Behind the Curtain. Kick the giant stone door, sunshine. I almost have this figured out. It's a simple lock-picking puzzle. Just a matter of time. Hazel, you want to help me fiddle around in here? I could use some more dexterous hands. I will treat my fiddling duty with the utmost seriousness. There is no reason to keep obstructing our path in time-wasting trials like this. In all of my grandmother's decades on the council, I promise you that she has never had to pass a bill by opening a door. What is their purpose? Perhaps they are to teach patience. Lyndon, I will make your head explode if you keep sassing me. And you two, what are you doing sitting on the ground? I'm teaching Cedar how to sew and knit. Check it out! I can patch up my own clothes now. I'm gonna knit you a little surprise as a thank you. This is the best. If it was going to be a surprise, you didn't have to tell me. Why not? I changed my mind about all of you. You're useless! And done! With a clicking sound, the stone doors blocking us receded back into the walls. You're welcome! (sighs) (laughs) Good work, Nicholas. And Hazel. I knew you could do it! Perhaps we should proceed with caution here. What for? If something's in our way, I just explode it. Sunshine, there's someone ahead of us. In the dark path before us, I saw a fairy-sized silhouette. They were standing, but not moving. All right, who are you? (laughs) Not talking, huh? Team, prepare for battle! Behind me, I heard Hazel draw her sword and Cedar get up and crack his knuckles. I created a fireball in my hand to reveal the fairy before us. By the stars above. Is that who I think it is? He's frozen. He's dead. Ahead of us was Malthus Frost, the fairy I humiliated and knocked out of the tournament before the test began. Arms outstretched like he was trying to get away. A once-living fairy turned into an ice statue, his face terrified and frozen in his last moments. Is this part of the test? If it is, that's really messed up! I turned back to my team to see Sai looking at the ground. Her hands were shaking, and her breath was short. Cedar put a large hand on her back. Keep moving, team. Don't let this scare us. Should we at least bury him? The last area of deep soil was several floors down. We keep going. It's his own fault for breaking the rules. I walked around the frozen boy and gestured for my team to follow. A moment's hesitation, then we were back on track. Aquamarine Rain lay asleep on the ground of the Crystal Palace, still under the effects of Ingrid's hypnosis. Using a piece of cloth cut from a blanket, Mercury tied her wrists behind her back. We're safer now, but not out of the woods. Ernest is dead, and we have Aquamarine restrained and asleep. That still leaves three original jewel hunters and Malthus. Oh, it's so screwed up the way they sent those two to do their dirty work for him. They were tools. No doubt about it. Ernest didn't deserve that. Hey, I know that look, Daisy, and you need to stop it. What happened to him is not your fault. If I hadn't knocked him out- If you didn't knock him out, we wouldn't have you here with us. 
And we would have died dozens of times already. Plus, it was his own choice to break into the test. And to ally himself with those fairy-killing freaks. He could have been coerced. I don't think he had any idea what he was signing up for. Maybe, but that's just more reason to make sure they can't do this to anyone else. We finished the test as quickly as... <coughs> Sorry. As quickly as possible. And we report them to the council. Yeah. You're right. From here on out, I'm fighting for Ernest, too. <coughs> That's a good way to... <coughs> look at it. You okay, Mark? Yeah. I think I just swallowed a lot of water in that fight. Hey. What? Open your mouth again. <coughs> All right. Mercury opened his mouth and Florence grabbed him by the cheeks. She squinted, peering inside. There was a faint green glow deep within his throat. Is that one of your light powers? Is what one of my light powers? No, that's the same glow as the mushrooms in the tunnel where we fought Jonathan. Hmm, it looks like a high quantity of spores from Callum's mushrooms. Probably had you inhale them after knocking you out. And with all the water you swallowed, there could be more in your stomach. Ooh, maybe you have a little mushroom growing in you. That is so creepy. Ew! Florence angrily pushed Mercury back. He staggered. Damn it! That's how they found us! He planted creepy trackers inside your throat. Mop-headed little shroom boy. Take a breath, babe. It's okay. We were all in that tunnel. If those mushrooms release spores, the six of us could be infected. Whoa. How do we get them out? I could shoot a fireball down your throat and burn them. No. Nadine reached into her bag and pulled down a vial. I have a cleansing concoction that's made to expel potions and kill parasites while dealing minimal harm to the body. One gulp is fine. It's not exactly the same, but it should work here too. You'll probably throw up. Not much. A few times. Small price to pay if they're tracking us. Mercury took the vial from Nadine and drank a big gulp. Ugh. Ugh. I don't feel anything. Give it a minute. Yo, we're getting distracted by this. Let's get moving now and try to lose them. I'll handle carrying Aquamarine. Hold on, everyone. I think we should split up. Me and Florence should leave your group for now. What? Babe, I thought you liked these people. I like them quite a lot. But you heard Talia. They could all have inhaled tracking spores. They should stick together to keep one another safe. You and I aren't infected, so we should take Aquamarine and make sure the jewel hunters can't find her. So you'll keep hypnotizing her every time it wears off? As best as I can. The more I do it, the more she develops a resistance. But we need to get her as far away from a trackable location as possible. They might do the same thing they did to Ernest and turn her into a mindless weapon. Ugh, we can't just kill the bitch. Morals aside, it would disqualify us from the test. Ingrid's plan is the best course of action right now. All right. The silver-haired girl folded her arms inside. Guess this is goodbye, y'all. It's been a pleasure. Glad we ran into you and your team, Nadine. Same here. It's not goodbye forever. We'll see you at the top. Hell yeah! Ladies, we were lucky to have you. We all pulled together in a group hug. Stay safe, you two. This test is vile and unnecessary. But I'm glad it let us all be friends. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. Florence lifted the bound aquamarine from the floor up onto her shoulder. She let out a small snore. You know, she's kind of cute when she's not being murderous. I don't see it. We'll see you at the top, kids. Stay safe and treasure each other. Two Winter Realm girls wandered off through the Palace of Crystal. I could just barely see Ingrid take Florence's hand in hers and give it a little squeeze. They're so sweet. Little wintry angels. <sighs> so... 
What now, team? Well, we all drink the cleansing potion just in case. Must I really? It smells filthy. Yes. We can't risk if there's any more tracking spores inside of us. I'm surprised it hasn't hit you yet, Mercury. Yeah, well, we try to build tolerance against poisons in the military. I hope it wasn't a waste of... Whoa. You good, man? He's gonna puke out the baby mushroom! Do it over the banister! Go, go, go! Oh, I'm a sympathy puker! I can't watch! Over the next half hour of walking, Ingrid and I were pretty quiet. The snores of the spring girl and our footsteps on the crystal ground were the only sounds. Hey, Florence? Yeah, Ing? My hypnosis should wear off on Aquamarine in the next few minutes. Make sure her hands are still tied, and I'll put her back to sleep as soon as she wakes up. You got it, babe. We were approaching a staircase upwards that seemed to be an exit out of the Crystal Palace. We sat the spring bitch up against a wall. I poked her cheek once. Hey, wake up. Wait, let me do it. She needs eye contact with me in order to be hypnotized. And if she sees you first, she could have a chance to use her powers and escape. Oh, right. Aquamarine, sweet girl. Uh, five more minutes. You'll get another hour if you look me in the eye right now. What the... Who do you think you are telling me what to do? I'm going to kill you before I... Sleep. Oh, yeah. Sleep. I feel bad. Why? She's trying to kill us. Real enthusiastically. I know this is the best plan right now. But it doesn't feel right doing this to her every hour, even if we're not really hurting her. We were quiet for a moment. Aquamarine's peaceful snores echoed through the crystal halls. I've been thinking about what we learned from Talia, about how my jewel controls night magic because of where I was born. Yeah? I don't really like my power. It saved us in a place like this, where other fairies are after us. But I wish I could build roads, or make fires to keep us warm, or do anything really, other than mess with the minds of other living beings. Thinking back, my power awoke when I was fighting with my mom as a kid. I just wanted her to stop yelling, and that's when it manifested from my desire for control over the emotions of others. It feels wrong. It feels like I'm wrong. Babe. Yeah? Look, I'm not warm and fuzzy. You know that. But I'm gonna call out BS when I hear it, and that's a whole load of BS. That's nice of you to say. No, really, listen to me. Sorry, I'm a little cranky, didn't sleep much and all, but I'm not being nice. I'm being honest. Taking care of roads and building fires, you can still do that stuff. Anyone can do that stuff. You just need, like, tools. You're the only fairy I know with these crazy psychic powers. It's not some curse. Plus, you're using it for the right reasons. I held out my bottle of pills to her and gave it a shake. I can't control the powers I was born with without my meds. It's just the way I was built. But I'm trying to make myself useful for the people I care about. Is any of that wrong? Of course not. Then nothing you're doing is wrong either. You've totally pacified a murderous psycho without hurting her. And she'll wake up from this totally fine. That's 
awesome. You're a peacekeeper, Ingrid. It's one of the many reasons that you amaze me each day. She looked down at the floor and blushed. Plus, like, powers can evolve if you train them, right? Sounds like that's what happened to Nadine and the Summer Kid. And even as you are now, hey, you'd make a great sleep therapist. Don't give up on yourself yet, okay? <laughs> Alright. That's my girl. Together, we climbed the final staircase out of the Crystal Palace. Over the next few hours, the path turned into giant wooden hallways and caverns, twisting and turning upwards through the tree, shrinking and growing seemingly at random. Every fifty-ish minutes, Ingrid would wake Aquamarine and knock her back out again. Hey, is it getting hotter up here? Yeah, way hotter. I don't think that's a good sign. Around a corner, we saw the path open up and reveal a wall of gently flickering fire. It was massive enough to block the way forward, but not raging or consuming the wood at the tree. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen before. And in front of it was a pair of fairies, one in a day realm military uniform with pink hair, and the other with dark purple hair and a yellow autumn realm outfit with vine designs. They turned around to face us, and the autumn girl spoke first. Oh, hey. Nice to run into other fairies this high up. Gardenia, don't be foolish. They're carrying a dead body. She's just sleeping. No worries. That's obviously a lie. It's not. The hell is your problem? Florence, it's all right. I remember these two from the tournament. Catherine and Gardenia, right? You got it. Sorry she's being so unfriendly. We've had a long week. We sort of got separated from our team. Oh, that's awful. Same with us. We were on two separate teams before joining up. We're the only ones that are left. What do you mean? Killed in front of us. Whoa, whoa, back up. By what? Some crazy jewel-hunting fairies. This spring chick I'm carrying was working with them. We fought them off, and here we are. I saw Catherine's eyes narrow. That's Aquamarine Rain. She lost her place in the test because of the Sovereign's daughter. Yeah, and she broke back in. Wait. Does that mean the teammates we lost aren't safe? That they could be hunted down for their jewels? Maybe. How'd you get separated from them? They ended up on the other side of a huge ice wall. Mm, sounds like Jonathan. Sorry, but they might be dead. Florence? Sorry. Again, that was a little blunt. Wow, okay, this is a lot. Should we go back for them? We already tried and couldn't find a way back behind the wall. You can work with us for now, since we both lost our teams too. How do we know we can trust you? I don't know. It helps when you don't have a stick up your butt. <laughs> I don't think I like you. Mm, where am I? Hey, Ingrid. Do you think Aquamarine's starting to develop a resistance to your hypnosis? Uh, looks like it. You. I'm gonna kill you! Aquamarine rolled off my back and caught herself on a jet of water that shot out of the ground. She used it to push herself away from the four of us, wobbling on her feet when she landed. Ugh! I've got limited control with my hands tied. But that won't matter if all I need to do is drown you. Die! 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 Aquamarine stomped on the ground, and water exploded in geysers around her. We all ran back to the edges of the walls. What the hell? That is way too powerful for someone who's restrained. Yeah, she's got extra jewels ripped from other fairies. All the murderous team does. Excuse me? Keep up, will ya? Keep up with what? I don't even know you. We might be able to knock her out for a sec after she makes eye contact with Ingrid. Don't say that out loud. From the wall, a tendril of water whipped out at Ingrid, who covered herself with her hands. Catherine spun her arms and shredded through it with blades of wind. Hey, thanks. Don't mention it. You'll regret messing with my head. 
With a jet of water from beneath, Aquamarine blasted the cloth ties off her wrist. Before we could react, she raised her now free arms and lifted herself on top of a blob of liquid. Not again. Hey, Kath, give me a boost. Understood. Catherine launched herself and Gardenia into the air with gusts of wind. Gardenia's loose autumn clothes flowed along with the air, while Catherine's conservative uniform was untossed. As a water blast fired out at them, Catherine kicked the air to blow Gardenia higher up to dodge, now above Aquamarine. Gardenia bent her hands back behind her head mid-air, then she threw a rain of tiny thorns down at the spring girl. Seconds after the thorns pierced the arm she held up to protect herself, the water started to lose its form beneath her. What the? What did you do to me? <laughs> Just gave your powers a little break. The three girls started to fall. Catherine spun around before hitting the ground to slow her descent, then created a downward spiral of wind so Gardenia and Aquamarine could land unharmed. Aquamarine tried to book it, so I tackled her to the ground. She started to pull at my ponytail and scratch me. Oh, come on! We are trying to hold back and not kill you! I don't need your sympathy. It is my destiny to get those wings. I will trample anyone who gets in my way. This is pathetic. She broke the rules, so I will too. Wait! I know she's a mess, but please don't kill her! It's nothing so barbaric. Don't worry. I'm calling in a favor. Catherine held out a shining golden medallion with a sun-like design on it. The military has permission to interfere when the law is broken. She broke the law, so she needs to go. Catherine crushed the medallion between her hands, and it dissolved into gold dust. In moments, a shimmering curtain appeared from the air. Even Aquamarine stopped to stare in awe. A fairy stepped through the air from another dimension behind the curtain. A tall boy with butterfly wings, golden eyes, and locks of dark curls falling down his back. He was in a military uniform, but unlike Catherine's, it was red. Hello, Catherine. You don't seem the type to invoke an emergency summon without good reason. Catherine saluted the boy. Officer Saul Avalon, sir. I'm invoking the Hermes Protocol. Spring Fairy Aquamarine Rain has broken into the Realm Tree after already failing the trial for wings early on. I request her immediate removal. Interesting. I'm intrigued by Miss Rain's ingenuity to get this far, but it would be rude of me to ignore your request. I'll take her in for questioning and detainment. Aquamarine used her arms and legs to shove me off of her, but before she could get far, Saul Avalon casually threw two balls of light at her. They turned into whirling handcuffs that clamped around her arms and legs. She toppled to the ground, skidding on her face. Saul strolled over, hands in his pockets then stepped hard with his boot on the center of her back. Excellent work, Cadet Zephyr. Ladies. Where are you taking her? To the Day Realm. We'll decide what to do with her after consulting my father and the other council members. I don't think you should step on her. Very considerate of you. But I promise she'll be fine. With a smile, Saul yanked Aquamarine to her feet by the hair and pulled her behind another curtain of light. It shimmered, then vanished like it was never there. So, Kath, you just have a hot guy you can call on whenever you want? That was a one-time use medallion, and only for dire situations. However, military protocol supersedes the protocol of the test. Either way, good teamwork, you two. Thanks. We're lucky to have each other. (laughs) I could have gotten this far by myself. See, nothing but love. Maybe we should figure out how to deal with this wall of fire. Oh, almost forgot, somehow. Let's go, Catherine. As they ran forwards and started examining the wall again, I pulled Ingrid aside. You okay? I don't like officers. 
That was a horrible level of cruelty against someone who was already restrained. It looked like it was just to inflict pain. Yeah, it grossed me out. But we shouldn't have to deal with him again. Or Aquamarine. You're right. I'll get over it. Don't worry. Let's catch up with them. We ran over, the four of us now staring down the wall of fire. So, is this a trial or what? Maybe. Catherine tried to fly over and it rose to block her. The fire doesn't react to wind or being snuffed by soil. But it's not burning the tree around it. So, it's not natural. It's magic. Strong summer magic. That seems to be the case. Hmm. Let me try something. Ingrid walked close to the wall of fire. I was a student of Professor Doherty's, and he spent a lot of time preparing us for the test and what to expect from its trials. There's none of his surveillance veins. There's no stone door. I think this is something different from a trial. This magic is strong and ancient. She turned away from it and revealed her night jewel to the burning flames. I know the truth of my jewel now and the realm crystals. I know the truth of the ancient world before the council and before the monarchy. If you are what I think you are, please show yourself to us. We won't hurt you. The wall shook, and a voice came from it. You know much for one so young. (sighs) We met the Night Beast. Through another fairy, she told us the truth about all of you. She's your friend, right? Ah, little Jinx. It's been a long time since last she visited me. She's befriended an ally of ours, a fairy born without a jewel. They're working together and doing amazing things. She stood up for the Winter Beast, even against us in a misunderstanding. Trust us. Please. Very well. It's not often us beasts encounter an empathetic fairy. The wall started to change shape, twisting into the form of a burning lion. It filled almost the entire hall and knelt down to Ingrid. I am fair, beast of summer. Gardenia stared, mouth open in shock and confusion. Catherine tensed up, more on guard than usual. The lion held its head down to Ingrid. She rubbed its mane, unburned by the flames. The Realm Tree was created by Jumar Thompson and Julian Hermano, and is performed by voice artists all over the world. To show your support, please visit therealmtree.com and follow our socials. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for episode 18, The Whale.